Hi, this is Dr. Deborah again, and this is for the unchurched, dechurched, and churched, or anybody who professes to have a spiritual life that is supposed to be transformative. In other words, something happens on the inside of you that is reflected by the way you live, the things you do on the outside of you. So I got a question. You know, one of the things I said when I first started having these talks with you about being church and unchurched and how we're supposed to live in the world is how do people know you believe what you believe? Do the, do you have to tell them what you believe for them to even have a sense that you are uh, a faith person or person who who is living their lives so that they can be transformed every day? There's something different. They learn something new that changes the way they behave. Now, that's not easy without practice. And I talked about practice listening, and there's a lot of other ways to practice. But, you know, I thought about when I used to go to church. And every time I went, I went listening for something in the sermon that was going to help me in some way. I I, that's, I couldn't wait. As a matter of fact, I was one of those people who... Um, I could do without everything that happened before the the man or woman got up to talk because that was my favorite part of the time in that moment. Now I understand this church is more than that, but I was going to hear something that was going to be transformative. And then when I heard something that was transformative, then I I made it my business to start doing that thing. So that's the first challenge I want to ask you. When you go to church and you're listening to the person who gets up to give a lesson or teach or preach or whatever they do to inspire you guys to, I guess, to change your lives or to be more like uh, your, that more representative of what you say you believe. What is your attitude about that? Do you just, you're excited to hear how they put things together or you, you know, in black churches, they have what is called a hoop where the preacher gets happy and he kind of sings while he talks and he may shout or something. He does something that's charismatic and, you know, we love that, but he says some hot stuff. The stuff he's saying is good too. So don't get me wrong, but, but I'm asking you, why are you listening to all of that? Are you listening for something that's going to say yes that's exactly what I need to do, and I'm going to start working on that right now. That's where I come in. I'm going to encourage you right now to, if you haven't do, been doing this, to, or if you if it's hit and miss when you do this, and that is when you listen to the sermon, you're listening for your sermon, not for somebody else's sermon, but for yours. You're listening for your lesson. You're listening for your message. My challenge for you right now is to open yourself up to hearing what it is you're supposed to hear that day. And then when you hear it, then your challenge is as soon as you hear it and as soon as you realize it's for you, then your goal is to start changing what you do. Let me give an example. Oh, this is a great example. Okay. Hmm. Hmm, I'm gonna tell it all. Okay, so uh, this is, this happened a long time ago, but it was a really important point in my life. Um, it was Mother's Day, and I wrote about this in a book I wrote um, called Womanhood: A Journey Towards Love. And in in the book, I describe a moment when I had a total change of heart about my mother. My mother was not very happy. Um, 
when I, by the time I became a young adult, she was not a very happy woman. And she had stopped. Did you notice my voice changed? I did. She had stopped. She had just kind of given her family. And she had a 16-year-old. She had a 16. I listened to that. 16-year-old and a 10-year-old. No, and a 6-year-old. And she basically had given them to me. And not really. We all lived in the same house. But but I was just kind of running it, cooking and cleaning and transporting and and taking care of them and, and, but not taking care of her because I resented the fact that she gave up the way she did. It was giving up the way she was giving up because she was um, just not very happy. And, and so it was mother's day. And uh, I, I, right in the middle the, the preacher was preaching and I remember the name of the sermon and everything before he was done. I got up. My mother wasn't at church. I got up, I went to the back, I called her and I said, I'm going to cook for you. I'll go to the store and buy, you know, whatever you want. And when I get there, I'm just going to prepare it. Well, no. When I got home, she had not gone to the store. Um, and any other time, I would have just been frustrated and said, Mom, or Mommy, or Mama, or whatever, Mother, whatever I called at the time. I would have been really frustrated. And I said, in that moment, I just stopped and I said, okay. All right. So then I just changed my clothes, went to the store, bought stuff, came back and cooked. Uh. I lose track now, but I know it wasn't okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yes, it was a few months later because this was May. Uh, my mother died. I, I try to forget what money was, but it wasn't May. It was June or July. She died, and I think the greatest gift that sermon was for me was that I heard it and I responded to it. That's what I mean. And and then from then on, I, I clearly she was, it became very clear to me that she was tra- put me. I was in training. To, to just basically do what I was doing before she died. Now, I said all that to say that that's every Sunday. That's every Sunday. That's sitting there. That's a very poignant example of what I mean about changing, allowing the word you hear, the lessons you hear, change how you act. And basically, it, it really changed me forever. Because when I became a mother, I, I, be, I was a different kind of mother than my mother was. And I'm, not to say that she was not a good mother. She was a great mother, which is why I was so frustrated with her at this point. But it changed me forever. And so now I, I and, you know, and for the rest of my life and up until this point, whenever I heard a sermon and even before that, I was listening for what it was I needed to hear. And see, hear this. You don't have to hear a sermon to know what you're supposed to do or how to live. First of all, I said this about me, but I said about you. If you have, if you fully understand what your faith tradition is all about, you understand what it means, whatever is important. If you truly understand it, then your only job, the only job that's left for you to do is to use what you're learning and share it with somebody else or use what you're learning and in relationships such that the people that are come in contact with you experience the, the transformation that has happened on the inside of you. So no matter, I, I could, there's a laundry list and more of the kinds of things that need to change in our lives. It could, I talked about listening, listening could be one of those things. I talk, uh, I will talk about other things. It could be just not being non-judgmental. It could be um, uh, just being more courteous. I mean, it's, it's a million things um, that we can do 
that will show that we've been transformed. But practice is what it takes. So what you have to do is challenge yourself, first of all, to listen for what your message is, your lesson is, and then begin right then. And I don't mean that day and that day only, but the rest, I mean, it becomes a part. Like I talked about learning your timetables. You know them so well. Again, somebody can wake you up in the middle of the night and ask you what's 10 times 10 or 11 times 10 or 12 times five. And you would know that right off because it became a part of your understanding about math. And that's anything else you truly learn. It just becomes a part of you. So this is the same way. When you when when life presents a lesson to you, your only responsibility is is to learn it and do it. And when you learn it and do it, it becomes a part of you. And then the next week, there's another lesson. And even if you miss your your the uh, um, the assembly of whatever group you belong to, and you you're walking down the street and you you see something. I okay, I got another example. I don't know when, and I don't even know what happened. Because I'm, what I'm suggesting now, there are life lessons. If you're paying attention to life, it's always teaching you something. And I, and I, this is another one of those things that turned me around. I don't know what, and it wasn't a sermon. It was, I guess, it was a natural sermon. One day, it just occurred to me that litter was wrong. Throwing paper on paper on the ground, even a piece of gum, it doesn't matter. It's just not. It's not good. It's not good for the environment. And it just, but of course we all know that sometimes we live, sometimes we don't. But I, I, I tell you right this minute, when I got that, when it hit me the way it hit me, I just never threw another piece of paper on the ground or a piece of gum. Or as a matter of fact, I clean up behind other people. I'm, I'm almost compulsive about it, but I realized, you know, it's my contribution. And so I don't mind doing it. So I'm just so that's two different examples of a sermon that was that I heard while I some from somebody else, and then a sermon that I heard just living my life and and paying attention to things around me. And so, and quite honestly, in the larger scheme of things, those two transformations uh, they're equal in the sense that one is not greater than the other. The value is that. I heard what lesson was being presented to me, and then I responded. So that's that's what I'm inviting you. And I'm glad I thought of those examples so that you can start paying attention when you are sitting in front of somebody who's trying to teach you something, or you're just walking down the street or driving to work or getting on the plane, whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, you can stop yourself, learn what lesson it is that's being presented to you, offered to you, and then respond to it. So... That's the point of learning. That's the point of your faith system. It is for you to learn what you need to learn and then be that thing, embody that thing. It becomes a practice and it's something you do now, like you know your timetables, without even thinking. You just do it. So church, unchurch, the church, whatever your place is, whatever organization that you belong to that represents your truest, deepest spiritual beliefs, Whatever they are, life is always teaching you something. And and again, challenge yourself to learn it and then challenge yourself to be transformed by the learning. Until next time, this has been Dr. Deborah.